Whatever job you need to do out there, grab the right tool to get it done. The new F-150 with an available hybrid engine and up to 7.2 kilowatts of pro power on board to power things on the go. It's not a tool you'll hang in a tool shed, but you can certainly use it to build one. The new 2024 Ford F-150. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024. Optional features the owner's manual for important operating instructions. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. As some of you guys may know, a very good friend of ours, Jason Sines, has recently suffered from a very bad fall through a roof. Without health insurance and months in the ICU, he now has a very uphill battle of rehab to try and walk again. Our community is coming together to help, and we would love if you joined us. This coming Monday, April Fools, we ain't fooling. LPN and many other amazing comedians are doing three shows in three cities to raise money to help. Our own Henry Zabrowski, Eddie Larson, and myself will be hosting a show in LA, and a bunch of other amazing comedians will be joining us on April. April 1st at the Region Theater. Doors are at 7 p.m., show at 8 p.m., and tickets are $20 in advance and $25 day of. All ticket sales and a cut of drink sales will go right to Jason and his family to help pay for his ridiculously high medical bills. Come drink a jizzy with me! Aren't in L.A. on April 1st? Not a prab! Hopefully you can join our New York boys, Ben Kissel and Holden McNeely, to get drunk and have laughs for a purpose other than all of us just drowning our daily discontent. And a show will be in Washington, D.C. on April 3rd in case you are busy fooling on April Fools. On top of laughing and drinking with us, there'll be a ton of exciting secret guests and prizes. And we can't give the surprises away, but prizes will include things like tickets to SNL, the season finale of RuPaul's Drag Race, The Daily Show, Seth Meyers, Samantha Bee, and more! All show info can be found on my Insta at JackThatWorm, as well as the Instagram and Twitters at LastPodNetwork and at EddieTunes. You can buy tickets following the link in this week's Page 7 show description. And if you can't come and would still be a goddamn angel and would like to donate, Jason's GoFundMe link will also be in the show description. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for loving. I love being a part of the LPN community because we all band together when we really need each other. You guys rock. Like that you're broken, broken like me. Are you making, is this a song that you made up? No. It's a stupid... Oh, you're in and you're out and up and you're down. No. Henry, yeah, welcome to the show. Make down with this kids is my brother. This is my brother, Henry Thomas Zabrowski. He's joining me today on page seven. We're doing another brother sister episode. Yeah, we're gonna, we can crank these out easy. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. My name... Is Henry Zabrowski. Yeah, thank you. Thank See? you. Because I was that, that was good. I've been it's talking, almost like you've done this before. I've been talking for hours. This is it does get to a point. I hope the audience understands. There are people that, you know, I can understand you get sick of me. I get sick of me too. I also get sick of me. We talk for hours. 
Hours and hours and hours. <laughs> you know, people, it's like, oh, but what do you do in your downtime? I actually, I sit in silence. Last night, I sat because we did 10 cities in 14 days. Yeah, you're very strong. How did it go? It went really For well. The last podcast on the left, they're, they're starting their, their tour season. Back in the habit. And it's been great. And then I went to Chicago to do C2E2 for Your Pretty Face Going to Hell, which is coming out May 3rd. No. Your Pretty Face Going to Hell, which is coming out May 3rd at midnight in Adult Swim season four. And you have to watch it. I'm using this. I want a whoopee spot where the gin is cold and the the piano's hot. hot. Um, But yeah, watch your Adult Swim with Your Pretty Face. Just a nightly hall where there's the a nightly call and all uh, that jails. Uh, um, that's actually not the song that's been in my head as of late. No, mine has been from that stupid commercial, that stupid Rob Delaney show, the like that you broke and broken like me. That is the song that I was singing like earlier, me. right? No. Oh. No, it was you're singing a thing in another pop song. It's a pop song. This is not radio. What we're doing. Oh. We're not actually talking. We got to we got to talk about subjects. Do we have to talk about subjects? I think so. I've had something corporate stuck in my head. I went into a bit of a deep dive over the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, because I, I, it came out today. I did the the first part of Wizard and the Bruiser on Last Podcast Network's Harry Potter doubleheader. A lot of pitches, a lot of plugs on this episode, and I love it. Do you love it? I love it. We're, that's what we're doing on this network now. We're trying to support each other. I love that about us. Right? Aren't we so great? Aren't we? You're so far away from me. It's nice. Because I don't weird. have to smell you. <laughs> I you, smell really good right now. You always smell good. You always smell good. The Browskis, we learned early on, and not to be, because we were, I think we've talked about on the show about how, like, when you're a fat kid, like, I was always viewed as, like, I always viewed fat kids in pop culture as being, like, fat and sweaty and full of farts and stuff, and we are, but we have to cover it. I, of course. Just like my Constantine, and if I hurt you, then I'm sorry. What is that? Please don't think that this was easy. What is that? Something corporate. What is something corporate? It's a band. Where were you in the aughts? You know where I was. Fucking <laughs> <Not, laughs> eyebrows deep in pussy. That is not. That is completely, completely not true. Um, no, because I was. I went down since I was singing about high school because I was getting into the whole Harry Potter spirit of everything. Sure. And then I started listening to all of the music I used to listen to Disgusting. in high school. And then I got really sad. You. I, it's not bad taste. I don't know what it is. It's just young taste. It was it's young taste. But do you listen, you're going, <laughs> those are the cry noises you used to make through the door. You see here. That's not what I sounded like. Hug me, Brian. And I was like, oh, who's I never, Brian? I never fell for a Brian. Uh, no, you you fell for a Kevin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But never a Brian. Uh, hug me, Kevin, backwards. Not I'm against. Uh, hug, hug me backwards. Hug me from the behind parts. <laughs> I don't know what we do back there. Just can you teach me, Kevin, from your sex manual? Do you know who I bet really does smell good, though? Hmm. Keanu Reeves. Honestly, I think it's the exact opposite. Do you really think so? I think that he can do whatever he wants. Obviously, he's very talented. He's incredibly charming, and he does the work. He puts all the work in. If you watch those training videos of him for the John Wick films, he is He does there. all of it himself. Grinding. That is That tactical training is really difficult. Uh, but yeah, I think he's a no deodorant kind of guy. 
I mean, I, I, I know I've told this story before about with the time that I helped him pick out the pork tenderloin at the mm-hmm. fairways. Yes, you've told this story <laughs> many times. I want to see, I want to see him in person one day just so I can go like, hey, hey, Mr. Reeves, you remember when my sister sold you pork? You remember that? You remember that? No, because like, I told him that he should butterfly it and put rosemary on the inside and wrap it in bacon. Yeah, and then he's just like, yeah, you and my wife. I wish. <laughs> no, um, so uh, they were actually there was a plane going into Burbank Airport, which we know uh, well, and the yeah, plane an went down. It is an airport. Oh my god, it's an airport. <laughs> <laughs> the plane went down, and they had they they had to make an emergency. I don't know, get out of the plane, and they had Great. to take a bus the rest of the way. Yeah, and they had to take a bus from Bakersfield to Burbank. And Keanu Reeves was a part of it. And did you watch this video of Do you him? Think he, no, he lives in New York. I'm certain, but he was here. I mean, he was here doing something. Wow. And I know, I know. Isn't that crazy? What? But it because he came so to Los Angeles, everyone, little old Los Angeles. Everyone that was on the bus with him took, of course, a million Instagram videos of him. That's got to be fucking annoying. Of course it is, because he was the one at the head of like trying to like get everybody together, figuring out the buses, like talking with the actual like people because at the airport. I do feel you're unfortunately when you are Keanu Reeves, because I would look to Keanu Reeves of course. being like. How do we fix this, Mr. Reeves? Because you, I saw the man from Tai Chi. I know you've got the know-it-all. Yeah, and so, the, but if, but the best part is, is that he was actually very good about all of the videos. So they're in this bus, and this dude that's in the bus with them takes a uh, takes an Instagram video of him because they're going through Bakersfield, and he starts reading off facts about Bakersfield to everybody in the car, and everyone's having a great time. And then he also was like, "You ever heard of the Bakersfield Sound?" Which I know about because my ex and his grandfather like they do Bakersfield Sound music. So he starts playing all like music for Bakersfield he's Sound DJing? with everybody yeah and he's just like and this is a really great one and so they he just like kept everyone's spirit alive through the entire bus That's ride fuck, I mean honestly I it's so difficult to put your energy and hopes on a movie star like being the, the center of I hate those kind of memes where being like Keanu Reeves again being the light in the darkness because Twitter fetishizes Depression, like they, they, all of that shit, a big fetishizes about how sad shit is. Where somebody like him understands the role eyes are on him, and yeah. he's really making it entertaining. That's a true performer. Because, but that's what it is too. That's what makes all of us love him so much is that he knows what he is, and he knows what everyone thinks about him and he doesn't give in too much it's not like he's just like I will be the star performer he's not a clown boy no he is just a he is just genuinely a charming motherfucker that also is and talk about I've learned that about acting too which I think is really cool it's the really the especially of of all the art forms it's the really type of art form where you can get better as you get older the more wisdom you acquire the more you can apply it to your work where it's like I had Servito I was I had breakfast with Matt Servito he's just like you don't understand Henry you have to have kids so that you can play fathers on television so people can see the pain in your eyes the pain (laughs) is what you have to acquire in your eyeballs I mean I feel like he's not wrong no he's not wrong but I guess I'll just always be free as a bird <laughs> and always have an easy smile on my face see yeah but at the same time you, you were late smile? today because you were with Wendy at the vet so technically I feel like it is a child that is your child she doesn't like having that finger up her butt oh she's no. got such a tiny a little butt oh, what do they put up there you can't fit I don't think I'm, I'm, I told him to stop doing it because yeah. I feel like hey 
No, I think it's just this. I think it's just the thermometer. Is it like a Q-tip? I don't actually. I don't know. Does she squeal? All I know is is that I was like, well, you're going to finger up your ass because your father is going to get a finger up his ass in about five years. Yeah, and I think that that's a. I think that's a good way to um, keep it even. <laughs> oh, well, that's I'm why ex- you're not breeding her or doing any of those things. That, oh, I get it. Yes. I get it now. I'm very excited for the new. Uh, uh, what's its butts? My brain. Uh, Bill and Ted. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. They've been trying to get this made for a long time, which I think is really cool that they saw it through. It takes a it takes a fucking shit ton of energy getting those things made, especially when no one is making it for you. Right. And is, and they're and they're the ones that are actually pushing it through. Which oh, yeah. I say, go for them. You have to put a lot on the line. They want to have some fun, but I feel like that's. But I, also, it's really nice because I feel like Keanu Reeves is doing that to help out. Um, what's his putts? Curly, curly blonde. Curly blonde is struggling. <laughs> yeah, that's why he's helping. But how amazing is that? Who too, is though? he? What is his name? Curly blonde. What is curly blonde's name? It's Alex Winter, I believe. Are you just typing in curly blonde? No. Bill and Ted curly blonde? <laughs> and then, um, oh, what's his name? He's coming back as death. I thought George Carlin played death. No, George Carlin played their, like, their advisor, dude. Oh, that's right. Alex Winter, you It is right. Alex Winter. Curly now, who's blonde. playing the de- Who played death doing this? We're, you are going to listen to us sound like two 70-year-olds. <laughs> you ha- you're locked in. Just put death. Just put it down there. Who said it? Who's his name? Oh, he's creepy. What's his name? He looks creepy. What's his name, Jackie? Mm, You've seen this movie. I have William seen Sadler, this movie. who's a wonderful actor. I don't know his name. William Sadler. It's right in fucking front of you. It's oh, right in front of you. Yeah, he is returning his death. That's what it says in front of me on the thing. Are your eyes getting smaller? Am I blind? <laughs> Jackie, it's me. It's me. W A T E R. You can't see me doing the uh, Miracle Worker act out. Does anybody know the, the play Miracle Worker? I was in it. I was Dr. Ananios. Does anybody know that that is a play? Was it a play? I thought it was just like a, it was a movie. Anybody I want to talk to. Oh, good. Anybody you need, you need knowledge yeah, to you, talk to you me. Yeah, you played a, a 65-year-old man when With, you were like I remember my line. Old. I remember my, and I remember my, uh, my line. What was your line? We've got to get Annie and our packages on the train and get that train on to Alabama. This was Why back do you when you sound like Prince Ali. I, I didn't know how to do a Greek accent. Yeah. I looked it up as a high schooler, and I was just it was just Tevya, not Tevya. It was um, oh my god, it was just. The I, worst thought just said, in the world. I thought Anthony you just Quinn said Anthony Quinn from uh, uh, Zorba the Greek, and it's all him being like Malka. It's all him just screaming about Lam. Wait, did you only play old men in high school? Because you also were uh, Mr. Mushnick in Little Shop of Horrors. I remember when I played Mr. Fondon in A Diary of Anne Frank. And I remember doing my research (laughs) for that part. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about how you really got into the character. I remember so much. I remember that I I tried to be quiet once to learn what it would be like to be with the Francs. So did you? So uh, you definitely quiet. never sat in your room in silence. No, that I is sa- for sure. I sat and I went. Oh. No, I just remember you being in the shower and just constantly mush neck and sun. Sounds, sounds great. great. Three, Three words, words with, with the, the ring, ring of fate. fate. Come sail and cooperate with me. You're so um, good at it. I did those plays often. I always play the old person or I play the foreign person. And you could see my skill set has rapidly. If as an adult, I have you know that's what I do best. You yes, guys know. making you crazy, it's man. Making me crazy. And I, uh, we're I remember so doing, good at accents. We are really good. But I did Muster Fontan, and people said afterwards, it's so incredible that they allow the teachers 
to do the shows. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm just fat. Because when you're a fat kid, I think you understand that if you were a, a fat kid that did theater as a fat kid, you often play the old people and the foreign people. Well, that's not true. I got to play a, a, a headmistress of a school. I guess that, she wasn't old, though. She was in her 30s. Remember yeah, when that, I did the children's hour? Yes, but that's for being... And un- then you I have blew to be, my brains out. You have to be unlovable. In the show. That's how it is. Yeah. It's the, they make the fat kids play the unlovable parts, the, the parts that no one would touch physically. Mm. Because why would they? Why would anyone? Well, yeah, but at the same time, that's why we are born. Character actors. Character actors. Ready to perform. I was trying to do a voiceover, and they were like, they wanted a real Russian accent from me. And, hey, I, goodness, goodness, goodness. and so I don't I don't like this. <laughs> and they were like, no, that's that not it. Not. So I that looked it not. up, and I was trying to do a little more of the Natasha and uh, Bullwinkle. Nope. And that also wasn't it. So, you, you, so they asked you for a realistic Russian accent, and you went to... You went to the Bullwinkle cartoon. You went to Rocky and Bullwinkle <laughs> to learn how to do a realistic <laughs> Russian accent. You, you, maybe I talk like this. You don't need to talk like Zangief from Street Fighter. <laughs> it's your Street Fighter. You can just, it's like, Grzbergosh. Russian. Oh my Russian God! You, oh like yeah, this. you are really, really. I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm yeah, glad please, that I can teach you. Please teach me how I'm gonna to teach do you it. You go. Russian. Russian. I, I wonder if you are my friend. We are friends here in Moscow. Babies. Why did it have to be babies? If you're like me and spent most of your teens and 20s thinking about children the way Indiana Jones feared snakes, I hear y'all loud and clear. But now that I'm teetering on the edge of toddlering, I'm starting to wonder if I got the same egitude I had when I was a baby or chick. That's where modern fertility comes in. Modern fertility is the first comprehensive fertility hormone test for women that you can take at home. I spent so many years trying to keep this womb empty, and now one in six couples have trouble conceiving. So we need Moss Info to help us plan for squirting them out, even if kids are in the far, far future. And it's so much cheaper than going to an office and get your fertility tested because most health insurances don't cover fertility hormone tests, which is bull, but I won't start screaming about healthcare right now. That's another story for another stump. At just $159, Modern Fertility gives you access to the information you need to help you plan ahead. Plus, you can use your FSA or HSA. Not gonna lie, I was a little scared when I received my test. I don't know about y'all, but even the idea of pricking myself with a stick poke makes me kind of want to pass out. I was gonna wait to have someone chain me down into a chair and get it done, but I actually did it myself. I am queen of strength. Except you don't have to be. Taking the test was so simple and completely painless. And now I'm just more terrified that I can't have children. Oh, God. I guess this is growing up. Also, I'm a bit of a dimwit when it comes to lady parts. And I didn't know that you can effectively test my fertility, even though I have an IUD shoved so hard in my womb that I could burp it up. Modern fertility explains exactly what's going on with your hormone levels and your eggs and all the other juices flowing down yonder. It's like I'm already a scientist. I guess y'all can start calling me Dr. Jones now. Whether you want kids now or in the far, far future, you can use your modern fertility results and resources to map things out on your own terms. You can take that away, like that golden idol, and replace it with a sack, but you want to know that sack is waiting to be made up a baby. 
Take the fertility quiz and get $20 off your first kit at modernfertility.com slash page seven. That's modernfertility.com slash P-A-G-E seven to take the fertility quiz and get $20 off your first kit. I wonder if this is how Nick Cage is going to sound in his new movie that's coming out. It's a sci-fi martial arts movie called Jiu-Jitsu. He can do whatever he wants, and his his career is popping right now, but he, unlike Keanu Reeves, really doesn't do well in the gotcha Instagram video because you showed me a video of him recently yes. at a Las Vegas Insta Mary Chapel with his girlfriend that I think is just named Koiki. Ko- yeah, her name is Erica Koiki. Okay, it is just yeah. Koika. I yeah, didn't know Koiki. if it was. Uh, I think it's Koika. Koika. Because that's, that would be, you would pr- pronounce the I in it. I just thought her. I thought she just had one name. I thought it was just Koika. And no, I was that's like, her last name. But uh, he, she's young. He looks a bit agitated. And in the video, they are in a chapel in Las Vegas, and there's a bunch of people. He is comically standing with his hands on his hips. At first, it seems comically, um, and he's standing, kind of looking exhausted, a little bit like. Oh, this woman, she walked through. They were a couple of people were laughing, like, oh, she get your neck. And she's like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. He really she's didn't got a drug dealer boyfriend. But he was not ready for camera. No, but he was hammered. Visibly hammered in the middle of the day. It seems to be, and I was trying to talk about this with Natalie, and she she didn't get upset. But it's definitely Nick Cage because he was apparently in the courthouse screaming, "She wants to take half my money!" And I was like, "He's been married a number of times. I know that that's what he's this doing. Is her, this is his third marriage." But I think what would have had, what seems to be, in my, the way I could put the timeline into my mind is that they were maybe having a bit too much of an all-you-can-drink brunch. Yeah, and she had a look flash her face, being like, "You want to marry me?" I know what this is. And now we're going to, oh, you want to marry me, huh? <laughs> and he, oh, but he you want to do his Nick Cage thing. Yeah, I mean, he's an unstable human being. He's a fantastic actor. He really is because he knows how to use it when he's performing. But he is. But I un- think that's just also who he is. He is an unhinged human being. Yeah. But yeah, that's yeah. kind of what they want out of you as an actor. I was trying to explain this to people, which, you know, like they want you to fulfill the expectancy they want you to show up and be like oh and mess up all the scenery it's like I just did a bunch of press for a pretty face and they set it up essentially being like because you get preached at at the very beginning being like we need this to be clean we need you guys to be on your best behavior and you just sit going "Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm yeah sure 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 Mm -hmm, sure sure mm -hmm. but also you're gonna do whatever you're gonna do which is what that's what they want that's what they want but unfortunately when you're koika yeah then you should, maybe at some point you're like, hey, I just kind of wish you'd be like a normal guy for well, like a second. And she's a makeup artist and I feel bad because she just kept saying, baby, I'm not asking you to do this. I'm not asking you to do this. I guess. Oh, but they left the, the courthouse with papers. Oh, yeah, they, got, this, so they, so they did get the license. Good for them. So, I mean, <laughs> she must be used to this at this point. Well, you just know like he's just going to blow off his steam. I'll say he looks pretty good. I mean, like in terms of in shape wise. I mean, he's I saw him in Mandy. He's not as fat He's not as he's not in bad shape as he was. He's got a little belly, but you know he's got the cool battle jacket on. He's mm, looking good. He's looking hip. What's your favorite planet? I love that. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> and Mandy. I was just like, you know what? I'd stop Nick Cage in this movie for sure. You disgusting man! That whole scene with him drinking in the bathroom. Please, if you guys haven't seen Mandy yet, I've been it's there. on Shutter, and I have been there before. When he I just know goes into feeling. the bathroom and just chugs almost an entire bottle of hidden vodka. You can do it. I have done that. I have done the thing where I've been in such a state of pure grief 
and I'm certain you have, there's something liberating about grabbing a bottle of whiskey and just really glugging it. Just like going glug, after glug, it. Like just letting it slam, slam into your throat. It's terrible. I mean, I'm not actually recommending it. No, no, no. Because you have to be in a very dark place. I mean, to do I just it. remember. I mean, I've definitely had times laying on a, like on a floor, just kind of in my underwear with a bottle, just going, "Why? <laughs> Why does it hurt?" Just like talking about my heart and my feelings. Yeah, and but stuff. now look how wide you can smile. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> what if my jaw just like unhinged from my face and I swallowed you whole? It's Momo. <laughs> I don't get the Momo thing. I don't even want to go into it anymore. We okay, covered we it on side stories. It's fine. Okay. It's fake. I just heard about the the uh, La, La Llorena. La I Llorena. don't like La, La Llorena. Uh, that looks like a boring movie. It does look like a boring movie, but I'd never heard the tale of La Llorena before. Well, maybe you need to go and learn. You need to go read, the, go to the Escuela. See, I feel you like... You need to learn about La Llorena. This is, so this is a movie that's coming out. There was a trailer for it before Us that I watched. I can't wait to see Us. I'm seeing I'm it this weekend. I'm mad that you haven't seen it yet so that we cannot discuss it on this podcast. Papa's been working. Oh, what are you on tour for the family? I will swipe. Don't. Huh? 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 I would never hit my declaw sister. Declaw him. Someone declaw him. Um, but it does. Uh, so apparently it's like, it's kind of like a Bloody Mary type thing where it's like, you, you La know, they, they, she comes after you and steals your children. She's like always crying. Good. But it's like at the same time, it, it, so it was a way to like keep kids from being bad. But um, Seeing the crying woman is going to come get you? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it just sounds like, what, she's going to come and bore me to death with her sad stories? <laughs> but also, please take them away. You want them? Have them, La Llorena. This is a bit I've been doing on stage recently, saying this concept of being like, if someone wants to steal your kids, it's just like, oh, no. no. Oh, no, you took my kids. Oh, no. Call it's like the newest season of True Detective. Did you ever finish that? Yeah, I did. It was great. You know, I was, uh, I thought it was good. Mahershali, very good performance. Stephen Dorff. People have been sleeping on him. How good was Stephen Dorff? People been sleeping detective. on the Dorff. It is he. He's been. He was insane. He was really good. He was so good. Also, again, what I miss, and I'm hoping to bring back once I get my fucking full on. And I'm not using this lightly, but I'm talking about like prison body. That's what I'm going to go for when I'm in my is 50s this and your 60s. New thing? I'm going to start I'm going to cut my 50s. Okay. So I can start playing more maniacs like that. Okay. Steven Dorf bringing back tiny dangerous man. Dude, because they're very scary. At the same time it's like but, but it's something that we have to hone ah! as very short people ah! is it something that's like oh, oh oh they can like really hit me around the stomach and I'll not go balls. down. I'll pound your balls. Don't pound anyone's balls. My big thing is I get down on my knees and they like, Whoa. oh, what is this? And then I grip the tip of their penis with my teeth. Oh no, it was El Chihuahua. That's what they'll call me. <laughs> Have you met El Chihuahua? <laughs> oh my god, can I get a saddlebag that you live inside of? <laughs> oh, don't go into my saddlebag. No, you're too you're also you're smaller than me. Yeah, but then that's why it would be so great, because if I also get ripped, I can hold you in my saddlebag. Oh, you pulling around a big body bag with me inside of it, going, <laughs> yeah. Basta. I say it's my El Chihuahua. Basta, sister. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, this is a bumpy road. Oh, take me down a smoother road, please. <laughs> La Llorena uh, kind of also makes me think of um, this new thing that's coming out this Easter called Peep on a Perch. Why does it make you think of that? Uh, because it's a way to keep children um, behaving when you're not around you know what they need 
the rod. <laughs> That's what the children spare need. the rod, spoil the child. Spell That's what I've always had. The, the people on the perch, it's just like I am. First of all, not scared of a chicken. No, it's just a little chicken that sits on the thing. And it's supposed to, who's it telling? The <laughs> Easter Bunny. I, it's and the Easter, Easter Bunny is going to come and deliver punishment <laughs> if it he? goes bad. Because Santa at least has a built-in morality system <laughs> that you get cold. There is a there is a system there. We know the naughty and the nice. Yeah. We were never taught that the Easter Bunny. Gives only nice kids. Easter Bunny was all just a, we get the eggs because Jesus Christ, who didn't something, fucking exist, something, yeah. suicided himself. But that's a, so so essentially, which I didn't even. I mean, I think you figured it out by now. Peep on a perch is essentially Elf on the Shelf, but they're just trying to make more money for Easter. There's no reason why leave. Just let Easter go away. Easter's a terrible holiday. I see. I like it because so I was getting shit for this because I did um, the Adult Swim live stream last of uh, last stream on the left this week with your boys, yeah. and I was talking about how the only thing I care about with Easter is I usually make lamb because lamb goes on sale. You can make apparently. lamb any time. Yeah, but it goes on sale around Easter. That's why I make lamb. And then they were giving me shit because apparently you don't make lamb on Easter. But I thought it was like, an, oh, you they eat the spring. They have no fucking clue what they're talking about. You, you eat have, the spring, you, right? You definitely make lamb it's on Easter. It's a spring thing. We had lamb on Easter. I think, but we're, we were Catholic. Is that what it is? I don't know. But either one of them, Kissel was an evangelist and Marcus was bone people. So they didn't, I don't know what they did. They walked around and went like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. They shook big gourds with beads and, and like fucking scared the neighborhood. That's yeah. what they did. They woke up everyone at midnight and said, it's the grave game. It's the grave game. But it's like, that's what his family did on Easter. But our family had lasagna, lamb, and turkey, yeah, and turkey. at <laughs> noon on Easter Sunday, and we After ate all of it. After eating candy between morning. 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. Yeah, woke up, slam as much candy as possible, <laughs> going to church, and sit there and go, Where is he rising? When is lamb? When is lamb? When is lamb? That's essentially what we would... That's why our mother doesn't ask us to go to church anymore. No, we made it so that we would never be asked to go back. No, that's what you have to do. You just you just really make uh, you really embarrass your entire family, and then you never have to do anything again. That's we, why I try not to do that too often because I know that is what <laughs> that is, is that what our true? father used to do. Yes. Right, my our father used to intentionally make certain situations bad so he didn't have to do them anymore. But then he didn't have to do them anymore. It makes me think of Deborah. Ray Romano. If there's anything that Ray Romano taught me on Everybody Loves Raymond, it is that that's what he said. He said he screwed up for their wedding. He screwed up. All he had to do was get a band. And he screwed it up on purpose because then she would never ask him to do anything ever again. But it's, guess what? In the episode, she finds out that he did that. And then she starts making him do things again. It is very passive aggressive and a terrible way to live your life. And our father used to do that as well. But that's a part of what we are <laughs> trying learning, to get better at. We're growing as people. We are. I think so. I think we're growing. But, but now that's, we're just obnoxious just because we like to be obnoxious not to get ourselves out of doing something technically it's a part of what makes us professional comedians is this style it's this style of humor yeah that we're doing right but when it comes to church that was just being like i i you know it just came down to the fact where i cannot step into a church ever again i can't fucking stand no, it mom turn into kept, dust. mom kept fucking uh signing herself for these choir things and so we had to go to these choir shows every christmas eve because we wanted to support her singing but also i was like i'll stand in the back let me know when i gotta I come in i'll watch you sing legitimately i will stand in the lobby or whatever the fuck it's called i'll come in with sunglasses on behind it listen go yep yep oh, oh she okay. did it this bitch work, got it work. and not only but eventually we just made it so horrible for her that she quit doing choirs altogether <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just difficult. <laughs> it's, fun. it's fun to be related to us. <laughs> but I, I but we were we save it now. Yeah, we say we save for things like this, and so that I can yell about um, purple rain, tiny jelly bird eggs. Well, this is my problem with a prince advertiser, a prince based. Easter candy is that he was Jehovah's Witness, and Jehovah's Witnesses don't celebrate Easter. No, because it is because it is deemed to be a pagan belief. It is. They co-opted all of the the pagan holidays, and they flipped them, and they took all of the stories that the the various lore that the Jesus character was built on top of. They took it and they flipped it. They rebooted it, and they put Kate McKinnon in it. And I think it's uh, <laughs> I think that it, but I think it's really really terrible um, that they are using Purple Rain as a name to sell jelly beans of berry blueberry blue raspberry and grape flavored jelly beans um, when it has nothing to do with Prince and it has nothing to do with like his estate or anything so they can't use the word Prince on there. Of course not, but, but they're they can just call it Purple saying Rain. Purple Rain because I think Purple Rain probably belongs to like Warner Brothers or something that must be one of those record companies where they can use it, which is really strange that they're calling calling it Purple Rain and having no reference to Prince, that you're just calling it that. But it is, I mean, you know, at least it's just jelly beans. (laughs) I mean, you know, if it's going to be a a, a more of innocuous thing, I guess jelly beans is innocent enough to kind of slap whatever the fuck it is you want on there. But you definitely don't ever see like human centipede chocolate. I get jelly beans. <laughs> like you don't see that very often. I guess uh, I think that what makes me more upset about it is the fact that they call it tiny jelly bird eggs, which that's more upsetting than anything. Just call them jelly beans. We know they're jelly beans. The only way it would be acceptable is that if you could bite open the tip of them and they had little like bird like fetuses. Fetuses in them. inside. Man, have you ever uh, opened up an egg and there's a fetus inside? Yeah, it's terrifying. It's very, but it's very cool. Do you eat it? Um, no, we would use it. We'd get them at the, because all of our, uh, the bakery I used to work at, all of our eggs were farm fresh. Yeah. So we actually got them quite a bit. Ooh. And so, but then that was the problem was then you have to throw out a huge batch of eggs. Why don't you just cook them into things. a big pie? Because it's filled with blood. Mm. And so, but then you open that one and then it's just like a dead bird and then it's just a bunch of blood inside all these eggs. And then cool. we all go, whoa. What and up? we're like, well, now we have to start all over again. So get to fuck work. I just get had to fucking work. Get to fuck work. <laughs> well, I, I got some delicious uh, sweetbreads in Toronto this weekend. Ooh. You love those weird meats. Sometimes they weird are, meats. But they're, they're good at some points. And it's really just about, it's really about the way they do it. It's about presentation and it's about their angle on it. And it's about the flavor profiles. It's flavor profiles. Because sweetbreads are such a very delicate, but they have like with this. Um, I don't like the texture. It was sweetbreads with this capital S Spanish sausage. Ooh. That was like. Like a, a chorizo? It was like a chorizo. But it was because you know how some hard the, the big loaf chorizo, yeah. how it's kind of hot doggy. Yeah, it no. was like that. Ooh, I it love a hot tasty. dog. Ask me. It was good. There she goes. I like her pants. Look at her nice pants. They're beta brand. Did you know that song was written about heroin? And heck, I must be addicted to a drug much less scary. And that drug is the comfort of beta brand's pants. Who says comfy can't be work appropriate? Only demons say it. And only demons are scared of me. 
Everybody needs more Bill Paxton quotes in their lives just as much as they need the comfort and style of Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants. As a forever short with an inseam of Fival himself, it is very tough to find pants that are high-waisted enough to cover my butt crack and not as long as the train of Priyanka Chopra's wedding dress. Beta Brand does both! Four lengths to choose from with every style, and they come in standard colors, and they release limited edition seasonal designs. Now, I don't usually wear pants because my thighs like the breeze to sop up my sweat, but I've been wearing the heck out of my new Palazzo pants. The double pinstripe also beautifully slims down my thunder thighs because these yams are begging to be floured up and egged down and fried to perfect juicy perfection. My Palazzos make them look more Moist, but not thirsty. You know what I mean? Their flowy comfort makes me look like I'm gliding like the aliens in Mars attacks. That's alien for try out Beta Brand's pants. They really are as comfortable as they say they are. I love having comfy work and audition appropriate pants that don't dig into my stomach like somebody told them there was gold up in them thar uterine hills. And that's why I started wearing Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants. Visit betabrand.com slash seven, all lowercase, to get 20% off yours. Millions of women agree these are the most comfortable pants you'll ever wear to work. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission-free. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all your profits. Plus, there's no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of Page 7 a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Sign up at page7.robinhood.com. I also would really like to wish Mariah Carey a happy anniversary. Um, to who? To her liquor bottles? No, it is. She only ever refers to her birthday as her anniversary because she's celebrating <laughs> being alive. No one knows how old she actually is. They think she might be 50. What does she say her age is? She just doesn't say. She doesn't say. She just says that, that it's her anniversary. And That's I think fucking that the, hilarious. She, but my favorite is that there's. she posted this Instagram video of her poor... I told you about over Christmas when she posted a video of her children only allowed to sing back up to her with All I Want for Christmas is You and you could tell yes. all they wanted to do was sing the chorus with they her. They better fucking earn it. And so she could, they could only do the like the harmonizing backup parts with her. I love what a fucking maniac she is. She is an absolute maniac. Can you turn up the volume on this so I can hear it? All right, so we're listening to the Instagram video right now of Mariah Carey's surprise from her kids. We love you! 
So her kids. She is not happy. Her kids decided to surprise her for her anniversary and spray her with silly string. But also, I don't know if you noticed, she immediately goes up and covers her face because they, it was definitely planned and in no way a surprise. It was no. You could never actually surprise Mariah Carey. Can you imagine the the unbridled anger the that would fear come from her of everyone around her? A twenty-four-seven. The idea of of surprising her, it'd be like it'd be like running up behind a big buffalo <laughs> and staring it. it. No, yes. they are. No, she is not. Uh, she is not a woman to like surprise us. But she did not enjoy that it got in her hair. No, she didn't like that it got in her hair. And then, especially, I just feel like it's it's very telling of the fact that as she walked away, she just kept going, "You hate me. You hate me. You hate you me." Hate me. But and, that's not true. She's just saying it to be fun in her way. I know, but she doesn't. Know. You just see she doesn't know how to be fun. And I imagine that, like, she set up the children, like, you do it then. This is how it happens. Those poor, poor children. It had a lot of coverage. You could tell her people came in. They were like, we're going to do a fun thing for your Instagram. No. And she's just like, what? What are you going to (laughs) do? She's like, listen, no, this is, we're trying to make you... You know, Seem a more little more lovable, fun, a little like bit more silly. relaxed. I am relaxed. <laughs> it's like, oh, my cigarette ran out. You're just supposed to replace my cigarettes when they were just about to stay. And she just takes on a bullwhip. <laughs> but no, they are. They, she must be like being like trying to be like, look, no, it's light. It's a thing, but fun being around Mariah Carey, and I think they do laugh every once in a while. I don't. I do. I really because I I've watched almost all of her. Um, of her reality show. And I don't think that they laugh a whole lot. She makes sure to keep those kids as far away from her as humanly possible. I do like that she called it Silly Strings Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Which is, God, it took so much planning. She's just so silly because I celebrate life, darling. But also found it interesting that Nick Cannon also wrote on her Instagram post, Happy Anniversary, Queen! Stay festive! Which I think stay festive is a very uh, code way of saying you are truly a debilitating alcohol. You're going to be hammered <laughs> very soon, aren't you? I, well, I wonder why. That's very strange to have that level of high profile of X that, that their post and then your comment on the post would be like news. Well, because it would also be uh, it would also be news if he hadn't commented. So I feel like it's all kind of six to one half a dozen the other. Who reads this news? Who weeds it? Who weeds this news? I weeds this news. <laughs> Wait, I don't. It's very strange that, you know, I guess because I've never commented huge... on an ex's no. birthday thing. No, 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 no. But he also had a huge tattoo of her name across his back that he got covered with Jesus Christ on the cross. How many years were they married? I don't know. A good amount. I mean, they've got kids together. Don't you dare do this. Don't get it in my head. I've got other reality show news to talk about. Do whatever the fuck it is you gotta do. This is this is, this is my platform to talk about my shows, and this is what I'm going to do. That's what the, this is literally what this is for. I started watching the new season of Queer Eye, and it's kind of fun. The unavert, what's the the covert hostility that all of them have for the, the not for the people they're talking to the people in front of them but the way that they view them as cute little non-human experiments and then leave you can see how the queer eye guys come in they helicopter into these scenarios and it's just Jonathan Van Ness being like 
go to the salon three times and saying this stuff, which is, it is true, like to the people, like it does make a lot of sense and you can fit it in your budget. But it, also and I think, does, but it does take money and it takes time and sometimes people don't have that. But it's like the copter comes in, they're your instant best friend. You're crying in front of them, tell them all your fucking secrets. They have no idea how to handle it. And then the copter pulls off and you could just see these people like, take me with you. Take me to Los Angeles. I want to go to Los Angeles and see what that's like. And they're like, no way, honey. Bye. <laughs> As the helicopter See, lifts off also, into the sky. That's what I, but at the same time, that's what I love about them. No, it, it's all these little, um, what's his name? Magic Caddy Man, um, Will Smith. What? The genie? No, the magic caddy. Do you remember where he played Oh my them? god, Bagger Vance. It's just they're coming in, Bagger Vancing these lives, and then just being like, peace. Good luck maintaining that. Bye. Bye. Like, it's super cute, but then it's like, what are their days then? Of just being like, you just had the peak of experience. All of Hollywood's most shiniest, new, waxen, and beautiful also everyone game is came watching in. it too. Oh, absolutely, and talking about your life, and then you just sit back in the in the one room they remake. Yeah, you have your whole house. <laughs> the other houses are just as sad as they were before. <laughs> but then you just you just move the bed into that one room, and then just say like. This was, is where I lived out. This was the special room that those angels chose. Yeah, but at the same time, don't even pretend like you don't cry along with these episodes. I don't cry. You don't cry? No, because they are just so, it's so hard because it's the way they, Karamo just flips these people. I know, they I get in there, Karamo. it's scary. I find it too scary. I watch He's it being like. He's just empathetic. I don't know if that's what it is. It was like he he had the one woman. There was a one woman in the first episode. They were trying to make. She wants to look more feminine. And so he just trucked in 15 other types of women. You could see he's been like, I need I need big ones. I need old ones. I need different ones. I want a circle of them. No, she's too pretty. Get her the fuck out of here. And then being like, we need to break this woman's mind. And he just fucking flips this woman like a cult leader. I think Karamo Brown's going to eventually be a very dangerous person. But at the same time, maybe he is the type of cult leader this country needs. I'm, I, you know what? I would sign up in a, in a heartbeat because at least it's like, he, at least it's in a positive spin. It is. That's what I mean. All that's why it's all good. But if it ever flips, we're going to be in a lot of trouble. I mean, speaking of cults, I've got some polygamy news to talk about. You have been talking about this. So this is a new polygamy show. Now, it is still illegal. Right? It is, yeah, it's illegal in a lot of states, and um, I, I I know that you guys have listened. I don't talk about it very often, actually, not as often as we used to talk about this quite a bit. But it sounded like it was just you trying to get out of your previous relationship. I think that that is exactly what it was. Now I, I'm just very fascinated by polygamy reality shows because it's just like they it, it is such a devout faith that they truly believe that all of the hardship that they go through of trying to keep a polygamous relationship alive on Earth is. Is for their kingdom of heaven. They are building their afterlife. They're building their forever families. This is my reminder to you that you got one of these go arounds the sun. I I know this. Not I to not, you. I'm talking oh, to the audience oh, too. Yeah. This is it. You do nothing you do. You got to have your fun now. Have a great time. I yeah. have a great day every day. Look at how much coffee you've already consumed. Yeah, I've got almost, I, I still have some of this 32 ounces left. Jackie is sitting on the top of the back of the chair. <laughs> it's really scary. It's really strange how watching every one of her stabilizer <laughs> muscles just clench. <laughs> as perfectly I'm just tight. working on my core. But I also have Garfield shoes on. I Garfield. hate Mondays. They say I hate Mondays on them. Bye, honey. Uh, but 
this one is the reason why I have been watching this show. It it is a new show that is on TLC. It's called Seeking Sister Wife. So, and this is after I've seen every single polygamous reality show that exists, including you, all sixteen seasons of Sister Wives. Wait a second. There were sixteen there sis- are, seasons. There, they are still going, baby. What is the other show? That I, I know Natalie's also obsessed with the big family shows. She watches those. Oh, she for, watch, the, like the Duggars and all that. Yeah, she See, watches I can't those anymore out of with them because that they. I hate the Duggars, but she just hate watches it. Of course, and now I'm watching Seeking Sister Wives, which the the spin on this one, and I know. That this isn't everybody's cup of tea, but I have been screaming about this for the past week and a half as I consumed all of the show that has already come out and is in the process of coming out right now. And it is, there are two, there's one couple that is, they're doing it because of the faith and the rest of the couples are doing it outside of the faith. So they are not people that believe that there is an, like, it's not like they're building their kingdom of heaven. They, it is just a dude that wants to fuck other women and doesn't want his wives to be able to fuck anyone else. I'll tell you if what. you're gonna do that, be poly. Then everybody gets to fuck you. Do your life, and then you get to do that. Nah, dude. He's being. He's living that fucking pimp and life. I am. I'm just screaming. I'm I just don't know why it. you want to do all the marriages. That, and even though you you can't really, so it's just it's just a it's a ceremony of like you know. Oh, so they're not even magic. legally bound they're to each not other. Not legally bound to oh. each other, and yet still these women can't fuck other people. And then so they're watching all this like so most of the maybe dudes, they get enough from that main dude. Maybe his D is just enough to lay it down and keep him satisfied. Apparently, but then it's like there's supposed to be rules put in place because like at least when you're following the LDS faith, it's like the courting process. They're ba- they're they're barely they're allowed to hold hands until they get married and that's it but then this these dudes can just go out and stup a 22 year old and he's like oh well guess that sister wife ain't gonna be good for this family it's like no you didn't even know her she wasn't courting the entire family i want to see the rest of the sister wives though because this main one isn't looking too great well this is uh, so the reason why i'm bringing this up which gave me a good reason to talk about it is that one of the main couples um Bernie and Paige Paige is having a lot of problems with it because she's now realizing that she doesn't want to do this and he's like but I thought you said that we're this is what our calling is and he keeps saying our calling even though he just wants to fuck this other woman he's being a tiny cult leader exactly and it's and and having to explain to your children and like not understanding why your children aren't just cool with it because they have two teenage boys and they're like so we just have a new mom now and he's like, yeah, son. Like, I think it's good for it's good for the family. And, and like, the older son was just like, you just want to sleep with another woman. And he's like, no, no, it's our calling. And I've just, um, I'm sorry, I don't even know if this is boring to talk about because I've watched all this by myself and I have no one to talk to about it. It does sound like that. And, <laughs> and I have, I don't know how to stop watching, but they just got arrested for um, this one particular couple got arrested for stalking her brother. It's multiple couples. It's or, mul- yes, it's multiple couples. So this is one of the couples. Correct. And so this is Bernie and Paige. Yes. Now, how many wives does Bernie have? This is just, this is, he's still trying to convince her to add on other wives. They've been married for 17 years. Great move. So this is, this is the only wife it that he's been with works. for 20 years. It always, if you are married for 20 years, nothing quite makes a woman excited. Like being like, hey, let's open this up. But just for me. But that, that's thats what I don't even understand, especially after all this time. As someone that broke up with someone because they wanted to become poly after being together for 11 years, it's hard switch to just like, uh, yeah, uh, now it's we're called, not monogamous anymore. It's just called you're broken it's up. It's like, no, you're just, yeah, or you're just cheating on me. You're just broken up. But you're done. 
Um, I just, uh, I, I implore other people to watch just because it is very interesting, though, because it's about how difficult it is to find people that want to be sister wives. Wow, I, that's so crazy <laughs> to me. I thought everyone would be lining up for it. But you, but you think about it, if you're in the actual LDS faith, uh, if, you know, they don't even do that it, anymore. So they, I mean, most of them don't do it because most it's a of very, them don't. it's a very like specific sector of the faith. Yeah, that the molesties in it. No, that's not what they're called. Some of them, yeah, the molestarios. The molestarios. But um, speaking of other cults, though, how about Tom Cruise and his daughter? Suri is now getting to the cult. No, Suri is uh, she's out doing uh, like when is things she... for the people now. When is she? She's twelve. Yeah, she's not old enough to be getting. To... This is actually we're going back to Isabella, who is his daughter with ex-wife Nicole Kidman. Ooh. And she's become an auditor for um, Scientology. The whole thing's breaking down. You see the guy that got uh, shot by the police yesterday trying to break into the Church of Scientology uh, here in, uh, not in NoHo, but in uh, the Church of Scientology, uh, the main center. He got shot? He walked in with a knife. It was a sword and a gun. And he got shot by the cops. Uh, and he shot a cop. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Oh, yeah. Oh this yeah. was yesterday? This was yesterday. But I'll be covering it on Side Stories. Oh, okay. Well, listen to Side Stories this week with my beautiful brother and Ben Kissel. Yeah. And, but apparently it's very difficult to become an auditor. It is. It takes a lot of time. Ooh, she just got, she got a weird she random a, set of jeans. She got a very interesting... How did she, How did that come out of Tom Cruise and Nicole baby. Kidman? It's too baby. I don't think that... I mean, I not to be... It's not that... I'm not shaming her. No, I'm just no. saying it's a weird combo it's, with the two of them. Especially for two such... Um, like poster beautiful people. This is what I'm saying. This is why it's always better to be mutts. It's better instead yeah. of being these pure, pure breed humans. It's much better to be a mutt because well, they end up coming out much more attractive. Well, I feel like that's something like with the two of us, where we look very different, even though we're brother and sister, because we're both mutts. We are mutts. I am going to definitely look like our father one day, mm-hmm. and hopefully, what that means is that it makes me a castable person as an old man. Yeah, you got the you got the skinny legs as and the my big middle. Yeah, and as my head grows into my neck because it recedes into my body. Are you trying to say you've got a big neck? You no, don't have a big neck. I mean the opposite, how dad's head is slowly sunk into his neck. Oh yeah, he's like a turtle, turtle, yes. turtle. Remember yes. that? Yes, I do. Dana Carvey. That it's going to be my future. <laughs> turtle, turtle, turtle. turtle. My, uh, am I not uh, turtly enough for you? <laughs> Love Master of Disguise. Stitch fix, ooh la la. Rah, rah, stitch fix, la, rah, rah, ooh la la. I want my Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that finds and delivers clothes, shoes, and accessories to fit your body, budget, and lifestyle. Being a part of five wedding parties in one year is, as some might say, a little gaga. And finding outfits for the dress rehearsals and the dinners and the after parties can not only be difficult, but time consuming. Ain't nobody got time for that. So stop calling, stop calling, I just need my stitch fix. Because when my head and my heart are on the dance floor, I want to be busting my rump in pure sex. And Stitch Fix delivers. Just go to stitchfix.com page seven and tell them your sizes, what styles you like, and how much you want to spend on each item. You'll be paired with your very own personal stylist who will handpick items to send right to your door. My stylist is now very well aware of Fran Assant's 20 
2019. And man, am I getting animal print and glitter everything that you're always giving me a million reasons to stay. Try on the clothes in your own home, pay only for what you love, and return the rest. Shipping exchanges and returns are always free. Thank God for the free and easy as heck returns. My stylist does such an amazing job sending me dazzle, but I am the pickiest of little Mickeys, I tell ya. My mother would rather sell her soul than try and find me clothing that I enjoy. Baby, I was born this way! But Stitch Fix makes it so dang easy to get and keep exactly what you want. It's insane. And my stylist only ever wants feedback of what didn't work so they can find exactly what I want to fit my body. There's no subscription required. You can sign up to receive scheduled shipments or get you fixed whenever you want because I'm on the edge of glory and I'm looking fabulous. Heck, I'm not on the edge anymore. I'm down so deep in that beautiful swamp of fashion that I can hear a tray you screaming for our tax. Stitch Fix's styling fee is only 20 bucks, which is applied toward anything you keep from your shipment. I want my Stitch Fix. Get started now at stitchfix.com slash page seven and you'll get an extra 25% off when you keep all items in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash page seven to get started today. Stitchfix.com slash page seven. So apparently she had to go through a lot of training and she is really following, you know, obviously the, the Scientology line, but so is Connor, their other, the, the other child that Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise had. And actually Tom Cruise just banned Nicole Kidman from coming to his son's wedding. Great. He marry, He's marrying into, I guess there's this like big Scientology family that moved from Italy to Clearwater, Florida. Oh yeah. And he is marrying the the eldest daughter of that family so it's like a big union of Scientologists it's essentially like the Kate Middleton and Prince um oh my god I almost said Prince Charles oh god they are definitely William William but they are dying out Scientology is dying out on the vine they just have a lot of real estate holdings so they are still technically on paper worth quite a bit of money I mean I feel like as long as we've got people you know it's like like Elizabeth Moss, and we're doing the uh, Laura Prepon because now they're trying to bring in women. And we're like, but women are the head of Scientology. But if you listen, to, if you read the blind items, you see that socially those people are kind of kept out. They are doing well because they are making money for the companies, but I guarantee you Elizabeth Moss starts tanking. She's in a show that tanks. She will disappear for a number really? of years. Yes, because Scientology socially, because, you know, you know, Hollywood's like fucking high school, so it's poison now. It's not the same. It's yeah. not like it used to be like a, se- a secret system of elites. Those guys are all getting bred out. Now it's all about transparency, and they know that Scientology, because of the abuse scandals that have happened again and again, with the also stealing people's money and holding people hostage. Eventually, this those people will be fully ostracized. Which I also didn't even realize that Elizabeth Moss was in Us. I had just watched the trailer for Us. So I, I don't know, really anything, know anything, about anything about it. But also, I'm not giving, this is not giving anything I away. I don't know anything this about it. It's not giving it. anything away. But I just wanted to say, because of you, and I actually thought of you in the movie, Tim Heidecker is in it from yes. uh, Tim, and, Tim Eric. and Eric. And I was just like, hell yeah, that they're doing like the good like bringing in of comedians into straight roles in horror movies. Jordan Peele is doing a fucking fantastic job. He is job. doing such a good He's job. He's doing a good job. I mean, I'm still obviously, I'm also, I do not believe in the hype. 
So I want to see the things before I, b- I believe them. But I'm I think he's nothing. got a really good touch. I'm excited for Twilight Zone. I think it'll be interesting. I think that Twilight Zone's going to be really fucking good. Yeah, and Kumail's in it too. So he looks he looks good. And he yeah, looks, he's, he's all he's all sharp in the face now. Yeah, he's very good looking. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's always been very attractive. You're ex- you're sexually excited by Kumail Nanjiani? Yeah, of course. Interesting. What about Oprah taking over, huh? Oprah's doing. She, you know, she always she already was in charge. I think it's kind of scary sometimes, though. Why? She's one of the least scary ones. She just owns a normal media company. I know, but now that she's, like, hooking up with Apple, you know, it makes me think of, like, um, what is it? Roosevelt? What? what was it when they were like, monopolies can You're talking about the New Deal. The New Deal. You're talking about the New Deal? I'm talking about the New Deal. I think that uh, we're, you know, we're headed towards a total corporatocracy and we're allowing ourselves to do it. And eventually, once the phone companies are making our television, eventually Apple will become a branch of the government. That's what every single dystopian sci-fi shows. Is that the commercial entities eventually start being so so fully infiltrate the government that uh, they become the government in many ways? We're gonna see that. It's always every sci-fi movie has that. We are now perpetuating it with our own lives. We are creating the reality of these 1980s sci-fi films because 30-year-olds are ruining everything. I am excited to watch whatever new content Oprah Winfrey's going to make. Well, I said no. I will say that, they, they, unfortunately, as a performer, there's very little you really can say no to. Because, you know, it's not like I receive scripts and it's me sitting with my half glasses on being like, which project can I do now? Oh, they all want to pay me extra, extra money. No, don't. you get whatever you go for. You got to go for it. You know what I mean? But the problem is, is that I, I did say no to working for Apple and I did say no to working for Facebook, but that's getting harder and harder. I mean, the Smiths uh, are working for Facebook now. Yeah, but I'm not doing it. I don't. I refuse auditions for Facebook shows and I refuse auditions for Apple but shows. But I will say the Red Table Talks is pretty amazing. I know it, it does is, seem very interesting, but I... I can't imagine that is just straight up working for the devil. I know, but she's like this. It, I love that show. She's really taking things like she's really getting into the meat Facebook of like talking has got about to go illness away. and talking about sex addiction it's and talking got to with, go I know, away, I know, I know, Jackie. I do this so show much. for YouTube. Do it for the other channels. Do it anywhere else. I love the show. How do you feel about it? Henry is currently scrolling through. So someone put up on the Facebook page, and I went down a very deep hole of uh, Muppet burlesque that I guess it was a big show in LA for a long time and then I started watching because we uh, we not too long ago had a discussion of Muppets you would like to have relations with and Henry what's your number one you're asking me which one of these Muppets I want to fuck? I'm not asking you one of, which one of these Muppet burlesque girls you want to fuck different. I just mean well yeah because they're all very very attractive uh, no if I was going to fuck a Muppet man hmm Mine is uh, mine's Doctor Teeth. Of course, right? That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I um, I guess one of them little chickens. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, why did I even say that? <laughs> I don't know. Cause Miss Piggy, it's Camilla. Too much. Camilla is Gonzo's girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, what about little... Beaker? I feel like Beaker would be a lot of fun. No. Oh, I don't. Um. What if it was a threesome between Professor Honeydew and Beaker? Ugh, get away from me. (laughs) Get away from me, you two tiny men. I I want to feel like there's only one true female Muppet, right? It's just Janice. I mean, there's Janice, yeah. But Janice reminds me of friends. You can't because Miss Piggy is me. Yeah. So you can't do Miss Piggy. No, none of them are an archetype I would choose. Mm, Okay. 
necessarily. I mean, Janice would be a lot of fun. She'd be real chill. She just reminds me of too many of my friends. Yeah, I guess that's the problem. But I will say that in the um, in the Muppet burlesque pictures, I think I'd take a Gonzo. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's cool. I don't really know if I like all the streams being crossed of seeing the boobies in my favorite my favorite Muppets. I think it's really funny, though, that the The story's from 2011. I know, I know. Because someone posted it. And then I just, because this show ran for like 10 years in LA. And I wanted to be brought back. That's why I'm bringing it up because I'd like to see it. I'm certain. I'd like to go see this show. I've heard of nerd burlesque. There's quite a bit of nerd burlesque. Oh, yeah. There's a Star Wars burlesque show that's coming out in. in May that I'm going to go see. Yeah, I'll see all that shit. I love right? it. I love burlesque. Put a hat on it. I don't know anything about Star Wars, though. Yeah, you don't need to for burlesque. You're just seeing breasts. Darth, Darth, mm, yumder. Maul. There's Darth Maul. <laughs> I like seeing it, but I like the, I like burlesque dancers, and I like, uh, I like all the, the work and goes into it. Yeah, right? And I mean, I mean, it takes a lot of talent. It does. And we didn't even get into Wendy Williams, but I think that it's just... Oh, yeah, I just want to like say that serious. my love goes out to Wendy Williams and the hard times she's going through. And leave your piece of shit husband. It's hard when you are married or you're with somebody for a long time. And I really think you just believe that it has to be this way. It has to be a certain way. Just fucking get out. Just fucking walk out. Like, but that's the hardest just, part is to get out. There's just so many stories about how openly abusive he is towards her and the fact that she just relapsed again because it the story just came out that his mistress just had a baby it, it, and there's like oh there's like actual stories of people that work on the set with her that he is openly physically abusive towards her it's gotta fucking and get it, out. it hurts my chest and now she's back she's it's living so in a sober living house right now and she went out she relapsed and now she's back in the sober living and now she's on, taking another week off of doing the show and this is someone's like i know she throws a lot of shade i know that it's not she's not everybody's cup of tea but i do as, as watching a woman it's your that career came from model. nothing yes oh, essentially because she was a dj in new york for a really long time and then she sold this daytime talk show host and now she's daytime talk show host and that that is essentially exactly what I want to do. That's your dream. And 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 watching. But you got to understand this shit this. holds you back. These kind of abusive relationships hold you back. And a, I, I understand it's really difficult. But I was talking with a friend recently that was trying to get out of a relationship with somebody that was unstable. And my advice still stands. And I don't like doing a lot of advice because you know well, who am I to give advice? But I think there's a lot to be said about just fucking ghosting. Like I was reading a very interesting some some posts on something, and I thought it was a really good concept of like she was like I was with her an abusive partner. I didn't know how to get out. So what I did is that I did a day of all of his favorite shit. I went, I did all the laundry, I cooked him dinner, I did all the stuff I kept told, to, he went to sleep, I wait for him to go to sleep, I had a go bag packed, I just walked out the door. Like, I literally but, but put him very, down. it takes a lot to be able to get to that point. Absolutely, I'm not saying that, I'm saying it's incredibly difficult, but it is just about that. It's literally ghost the motherfucker, you don't own them you anything. think of all of the mental, like the mental hold they have over you because they, like. The it, most dangerous part is for, for a woman is leaving the relationship. That is yeah, the most dangerous part. Of course it is. So you just have to do it fucking quick. 
You just need to be up. You need to disappear. Yeah. And you literally get on a... You get on the cheapest shit. You can get out. Like, you get on a bus, and you go as far as away as you can for a second. And, and don't you d- flush your wedding ring down the Never toilet like in it. my best... No, not my best friend's no, I'm, wedding. Uh, sleeping with sleeping the enemy. Sleeping with the enemy. Ooh, man, that was such That's a good, good movie. movie. Um, but uh, it's time for the list already. Who's got the list? Say it happier. Who's got the list? Ooh, that's fun. Gotta have that list. Thank you. It is 16 famous celebrities in history with their most unusual pets. We've got Kristen Stewart. just Stewart's. such privilege. Wolf. Kristen Stewart's with a wolf. She's got a wolf. I know he looks kind of scary. He's a wolf. He's really sweet. He, like, falls at my feet. No, you have to do it like Kristen Stewart, which is, I know he looks kind of scary. You're right. He's a wolf. Oh, oh is he? He's really sweet. He like falls somewhere. Let the wolf be a wolf. Just stop it. Let, but put him Just back out there. There's um there's a lot of fun ones on here though. Leonardo DiCaprio. He bought a tortoise. Well, he just bought the tortoise. It's kept at the zoo. He kept it at the zoo. See, this is the thing. Yeah, that makes sense. It's he like you basically the life of this tortoise. You bought the life of it. And, and you keep it alive. And he makes sure that like that he's always going to be he's going to be around for us because he bought it at the North American Reptile Breeders Conference and Trade Show in 2010. And he's done that with a couple of very lucky models as well. Uh, please let take him, me back, let, Leo. Just, uh, I'm good. You remember me, Leo? You could buy my life. Don't touch my wife, please. Don't don't do it. Of course, I mean he will touch your wife if he wants to touch please. your wife. As, if let Natalie wants it. No, Natalie doesn't want Leonardo DiCaprio. She really doesn't. Him. We all I, know Mike Tyson as a pet tiger because of the movie Hangover. He actually did. I don't talk about it all the time. He had a really good interv- interview recently when he was like talking about like getting. He's like, yeah, it was his kind of mistake to have a tiger, but it was fun. <laughs> I mean, I understand. <laughs> you just got into it. What's a kinkajou? I don't know what a kinkajou is, but Paris, Paris Hilton, Hilton has one, and his name is Baby Love, and I think Baby Love might be the cutest name. <laughs> and it's L U V. It's Baby Love. She is has a very rough history with pets. She's well, a very rough history with Apparently, pets. Baby Love bit Paris in 2006, and I like that that is the end of that, which means um, I think that Baby Love was put to death. I think Baby Love is now a pair of her shoes. <laughs> um, Kirstie Alley has lemurs. That's not the fucking beginning of her she's, or end of her problems. She's got she's got lemurs that cost about forty fifty $50,000 a year. Just to, just to keep them as happy as lemurs can be. I don't even know if lemurs even understand happiness. Vanilla Ice has a wall. Why does he have a wallaroo? It's a cross between a wallaby and a kangaroo. His it name is, is Bucky. It's escaped Florida home with along with his goat. Yeah, 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 yeah. You scratched up a woman's car. You, you really shouldn't have. Um, you shouldn't have a wallaroo in your car. But did you ever watch the Ice Tea reality show where he tried to be Amish? No. <laughs> no. That does sound funny. Though. So Tori Spelling. Tori, Tori Spelling has a silky chicken. Yeah, named Coco. his name is Coco. That's and fine. The chicken sits on his head. See that? I don't even think anymore is that normal, like abnormal of, no. of a pet. People have chickens now. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, and George Clooney has his potbelly pig, but that's not, you know, that's fine. Oh, he's alive for eighteen years. Oh, oh, he passed. R.I.P. to the head. No. That's so sad. No, he didn't. He maybe just he just died easily. I feel like Michael Jackson's. It's because it's here. It's like the first one should be like, you know, how he kept those boys captive in the house. Yeah, yeah, but while. he also had a chimpanzee. That's how he got the boys. I know. I think it was all the millions of dollars, but we're that not going to get into it. that. He lifted those kids up. He took all those average families.
families and he Tippi dropped in the middle of his fucking music a, park. had a lion. Oh my God. Oh, she put him in the, the preserve, which is good. Yeah, but in this picture, she is definitely lying on that lion in the middle of the living room. Jackie, Shouldn't have a lion in there. You were getting funnier. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It's scaring me. You're so <laughs> I, she hate lion. You're scaring me. <laughs> Salvador Dali had a pet anteater, but that's just because he hated anything that was boring. I like, though, the the picture, that, which is a now, it is a famous picture of him walking his anteater on a leash. And I had heard, to be completely honest, he had, did not treat them very well. Hmm? No. Because he didn't, he didn't give know. them ants? No, he just kind of left them in a thing. He would leave them in hotel rooms and no. shit. No! But this was back in the day when you could really just do anything. If you're I was kind of star. thinking about getting a tiny pony and naming him Sprinkles and then giving him lots of hats. I think you just need to make sure you keep yourself alive. I don't know if you should have a big animal. I, I shouldn't have any. I can't take care of anything except for myself. I, and I can, I'm just learning how to take care of myself. No, you need to have something with it. You need some help. I mean, I would. I wish that I could have a raccoon because I feel like, as it is my spirit animal, I feel like we'd be able to like talk to each other, and then I feel like it would put up its tiny hand up to my tiny hand, and then we would just like live in a trash can. They're very vicious. I know. I have one living in my trash cans right now. That's you. That's your pet. And but it's so big. You and should now, feed it, and then it'll grow to trust you. I mean, I do kind of feed it because I put the the trash put in trash, the trash cans, and so I leave some food out for the <laughs> raccoon, which I, I think is part of the reason why he's not leaving. Yes. But now I'm scared of opening up the lid of my trash cans. Kick it open with your foot. I don't know. Get it. a baseball bat and and, and, and slam, slam it on it. the side. <laughs> get out! Get out! Get out! Get out! Wakey! Wakey! <laughs> well, you should just you could just straight up feed it, I guess. I I think that is technically what I'm doing. You could just put out a I I don't. I don't know if that's I mean that's terrible for your neighborhood but you could just put out a little dog bowl of dog food I, I well it eats the, tr- the the food in the trash in my head it's like when you own a bunch of hogs like you do oh yeah and you just instead of um, I always have f- several hogs you, instead of uh, what is it when he what is it the green can I forget compost I am so oh, earth friendly. You're with uh, it. I the two people no. on this list with deer. Audrey Hepburn, who was like a human deer, and then fucking Frida Kahlo had a deer. See that? I feel like I think that works, right? Josephine Baker had a leopard. Ooh, the leopard's name was Chiquita. But that is also um that's it's scary to have those kind of animals in your house. I think so. Um, it does make it, it harkens back to the Roundtable of Gentlemen episode, the Bobby Pets episode with that dude that had a penguin. Yes. And he's like, yeah, I'll just keep, uh, keep the room cold. And it's, then the penguin will live in the cold room. It's like, no, you can't. It doesn't really work like that. That's not how, see, this is the problem with people that are not very bright that have a lot of money. I think those are the people that we should be the most scared of. It's just how bored are you that you can't just get a dog you're just so bored with your whole life. Everything's been handed to you. You can buy anything because you got money. So now you need a lion in the house. Like, I love just have just get a bunch of dogs. I'd rather get the witch in the wardrobe. <laughs> what? Man, guys. It doesn't even make yeah, any sense. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah, make yeah, sense. Yeah. I hate Mondays. Thank you um, so much, Henry, it's for Thursday. joining us today. <laughs> This is a Thursday. <laughs> and and in fact, tonight we are going to be doing this Thursday. We're doing our Patreon movie. Um, I'm joining your beautiful bride. Yay! Can, we, can I still call her your bride? Yeah, she is my bride. I know she's your bride. So forever I can refer to her yeah, as that's, your bride? Yeah, she's permanently my bride. Natalie and I have a lot of fun every month, and we, um, we watch movies together for the Page 7 Patreon. I love that. And we drink wine, and we eat 
bad food. You're crazy. And we're crazy. You're being crazy. And if you can't join us live this evening. Then um, fuck yourself. No, okay. no. We're going to post sorry. it up on the Patreon Mixed afterwards. messages there, so I'm <laughs> so very you're sorry. more than welcome to watch along with us afterwards. Tonight we're watching Moulin Rouge, and I'm going to cry, and I'm going to sing. Do you remember how many um, pictures I had of you and McGregor in my room? Uh, Yeah. I remember going, oh, you and you'll never him. be with me. No, you'll we would never, never be with me. You know what? I'm just glad, though, because my tastes have really changed since then. Yeah, because then you were really into men that seemed to be homosexual. Yeah, like a like a Legolas, like a you and You're like all those light little boys. I think it's because at that time I really wanted um, to own and control someone. Yeah. <gasps> Still very frightening that yeah <laughs> that you do think like that. I know that you do, and I, I fear don't. for Jeff. I no, fear for him. Jeff is very very strong. He's well kept. He's that is that is not true. He is a well kept man. I love him, and he takes care of me. He does. Thank you very much, Henry, uh, for joining me today. And, w- and again, when is the uh, your pretty face coming out? May third, Adult oh, Swim, right after your births. That is right after my birthday. You're right. Happy almost birthday. Shut up. <laughs> um, and then come see something else, which is premiering at Tribeca, April twenty eighth. Hell yeah, that's great. Congrats. Hell yeah, come buy the, you can buy those tickets. You can buy those tickets. Come on, tickets. And also, please listen to him on last podcast on the left, as well as side stories. <laughs> yeah. I think you heard of them. <laughs> my name. Oh, I'm burping God. too. Did you transfer your? Did you just brother burp me? We're just we're syncing up. Oh, that's cute. Cute burp um, periods. My name is Jackie Soprowski. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm, and please hit up our Patreon pages, Patreon.com/slash/Page7Podcast, uh, because we are still in the thick of watching. Uh, Molly and I are watching Pretty Little Liars, and um, man, it is. Uh, even though the show is not that old, it is still there. It's still fairly problematic. <laughs> <laughs> It is like a naughty show, right? It's not actually that naughty. It's more ridic- It's more the ridiculousness of Riverdale without a lot of the spice. Ah, uh, no spice. It's a not as spicy. Hey, man, I am just on the sidelines. I know. You just watch and you go, yes, oh, keep going. Oh, give a lick. Thank you. Ugh, give thank you lick again. to the woman. No, oh, oh, God, the Russian woman. accent. He was transformed right in front woman of my eyes. Woman, give lick the woman. Make a decision. I love you guys. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Henry mm. Zabrowski has been here. Hail Satan. Bye. Bye. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, Go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. What do eight bags of concrete mix, a cooler full of 30-pound sea bass, and a 10-inch compound miter saw have in common? They're all things that are easier to load in and out of the bed of the new F-150. Thanks to its new available pro-access tailgate, that's also a swing gate. The new 2024 Ford F-150. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024. Pro-access tailgate available starting spring 2024. Cargo and load capacity limited by weight and weight distribution. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.